0: meaning of an anointing is can sometimes be related to an experience, some manifestation of gifts, or some kind of an explosive, or maybe even scary event in a person's life. And, um, and what, what, that's why we have a Bible school. We have, a, we have classes here, and that's one of the classes we're doing is Galatians. And our desire is, is that we would dive into some of these words, and we would look at the meaning of what they are, and see what they are biblically but when we read and I'm not going to ask you to turn there but in Isaiah chapter 10 verse 27 there's a verse and it says this that the anointing the anointing breaks the yoke of bondage now bondage is another one of those religious buzzwords that we grew up hearing bondage is it has a lot of meanings today in this modern society that we live in but all of the meanings all the meanings of these words really go back to one thing and that is that we become a slave to Something that we are aware of or that we enjoy or we don't enjoy doing. And bondage is something that is part of the human condition, okay? And you see it every day. We find ourselves locked into these um, self imposed laws or cultural laws or even religious cultural laws that are not even biblical, that are placed on people and placed on Christians. And it's not something that was ever mandated or asked by Christ before and that creates kind of a bondage that creates a lack of liberty and bondage is like another way to say bondage is just this this mandate where I just feel like I have no I can't get out of the rut the rut I can't get out of the vicious circle I can't get out of the gerbil cage the gerbil wheel and this bondage is it's it, it's it's like you're trapped in something and it's it's like it's something in a person's life that Digs its teeth into you, and though you don't want to, it drags you off into a direction that you don't want. And this is bondage. And, and when adversity comes, and when when Christ came with the message of the finished work, this was so revolutionary because the anointing. Okay, I can back up. I can back up and define that word. The anointing is really it's a oil that was placed on an individual or an item. that that was made of a special ingredients that could not be copied. It was something in the Mosaic Law that the anointing oil, and this is a fascinating study, one of my favorite studies, the anointing oil. And it was a type of oil made out of, uh, um, it feels like olive oil, but it has a sense to it, and it has ingredients that only the priests knew. And it was something that could not be counterfeited. And the the oil was something that was was related to... um, A delegation, or a commission, or a recognition of an office, or a of a person, or a um, a, an affirmation of somebody's authority and a power to do something, and their their identity. You got it so far. This was something that could not be copied. You couldn't just go out to H E B, buy the ingredients, make your own anointing oil, and then anoint yourself. Like that could not happen. Actually, nobody could anoint themselves. And so in Isaiah chapter 10, verse 27, it says that the anointing, and that chapter is just talking about the bondage and the fear and the destruction and the judgment that this nation of Israel was under, the hard times, and how people were just in this religious rut. And Jesus came and he talked to the Pharisees, and the Pharisees were kind of like a, uh, they were like the religious mafia, they were like racketeering religion, and what they did was that they, they mandated things on poor, broken people that just, they, they themselves could not even do and we talked to Giovanni. G- Giovanni and I talked to a guy at be, No, we were at Home Depot getting mulch, and we just started talking to him. And and he just he's about twenty. He just shared with us his frustration with Christianity. And and we just talked about this. We said that when we are not walking in intimacy with God, there's an empty, the emptiness. There's a vacuum, and we're going to overcompensate with something else, and that is um, information or activity, or sensationalism. And whenever we're not in intimacy with God, then we're trying to overcompensate for a sense of power. But what can happen is this, is that when we meet Christ, and Christ is called the Messiah, and the Messiah in Hebrew is that word that in the Hebrew language means anointed one, the one that was anointed, the one that was anointed by God to be king of the universe, king of the world, to be Jesus Christ, to be Savior of the world. And he was anointed. And this anointing was something that uh, was so beautifully represented in so many ways in the life of Christ. One example is is that when the woman, um, Jesus was in a Pharisee's home, and a woman comes in, and she was known as the woman of the town, you know, which she just had a bad reputation in the town. And she comes in, and she starts anointing Jesus. And she anoints Jesus with anointment that is so. Fra- that is the last seven days of his life, it's such a, a beautiful fragrance that it lasted, it was so strong. And it was a one-time thing that you could open the bottle, pour it all out, and you just never could use it again. It was an heirloom. And she pours it over the head of Christ. And um, people in the know say that that fragrance was something that lasts about a week. So if you can imagine Jesus going through all the trials, through all the beatings, through all the... Standing in front of Pilate and Herod and and being spat upon and being beaten, this, 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 this horrible graphic mass of human flesh being destroyed. And at the same time, there is this beautiful fragrance. And this is the anointing oil. The, the oil in a person's life is something that would also reduce friction. And we use oil in our cars, of course. And so I just want to finish up with this, is that the anointing in a person's life is... That you as a believer, you're anointed. If you believe in God, no matter what you think about your Christianity or how well you think you're a believer or how you're doing, to, how you're doing good to hit all the top ten, not to do the top ten bad ones and you know, hit all the top ten good ones, no matter where you think you're at with that, you are, you are anointed by God. Because you have Christ in you. And if you believe on Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, and I know this sounds like Sunday school, but if you believe on Jesus Christ as your Savior, you're anointed You have an anointing in your life. There's a fragrance. There's a presence. There's something that, you know how you put on cologne and maybe an hour later you don't smell it anymore and everybody else smells it? That's how it is with us. It's like, we have an anointing. We don't even, we can't smell it. But demons can. (laughs) You know, the atmosphere can. Satan can. People can. People look at you and say, there's just something about you, you know. And you and I are anointed. And you know, the anointing speaks about authority also. So it speaks of three things. Number one, delegated. That you and I have been given an office of authority and we've been given um, through Jesus Christ, not through ourselves, but because we have the anointed one in us, then we too are anointed. And so when we face adversity, like Giovanni was saying, we have an anointing in our life. And number two, because we are anointed, because we have Christ in our life, number two, we have an authority. That means when you and I pray, we're like, God, I'm not such a good boy or I'm not such a good kid, you know, and like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that you would answer this prayer you know, when we pray, we need to pray like this. God, I'm your son. Christ in me. I am righteous. I'm just as righteous as Jesus is. It's hard to even say. And we are in Christ in the Trinity. We are in Christ. And because of that, we can pray like that. We can pray and say, God, your will be done. And just not back off. And like the moment where we feel like, I don't deserve to pray like that. The truth is, we never deserve to pray anything. So let's just get that aside and just come to the throne of grace and say, Lord, I plead the mercy. <laughs> Of the court, you ever do that, and and you're just praying, and then you know what happens? The Lord sees. He looks at you. David said this in Psalm eighty-nine: "When you look upon me, you see you're anointed." When God looks at you, He's not seeing the mess. He knows it's there, but He's seeing the anointing in your life. And that's just, that's the second thing. We have authority with God. And then number three, and this is very very important. And if you just if this is the only thing you remember in this short devotional I'm doing, remember this: is that we have. We have the we have the anointing in our life and it breaks the power of the yoke What does that mean when you have oxen and if you're a farmer and you're you have grown up in the farm? You're gonna probably know what I'm talking about. I didn't so I may not say this right But when you have a yoke you have two beasts or animals of burden um, Pulling with a yoke around them both and they're pulling something heavy Usually there's one stronger than the other and what can happen is especially I'm sure in Texan weather Is that it can get so hot, or so it can become so, um, you know, so much sweat that that, that the yoke or the the the, that piece of 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 wood or yoke could be cutting into the skin of the animal, causing a lot of irritation and pain, and really just diminish uh, the effectiveness of pulling that burden. But when you anoint that with something, you know, when you anoint that with oil, and when you put it in, when you put something like a like some kind of an oil there. What it's going to do is it's going to slide, and it's not going to dig. And this is a practical point I want us to walk away from, is that Christianity, I mean, I think a lot of times Christianity for people is like this very annoying, painful thing that's digging into my skin, and it's killing me. And that can be what it is. Jesus said, come to me and take my yoke upon you. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. And when you take that yoke of Christ, um, it's not hard, and it's not you trying to please God. It's not, try, not you and I trying to pull some kind of religious burden for God for, uh, for our aff- affirmation and for our validation. And number two, the anointing is, is that it, it brings in this easiness about something. And, and I think that when, when something's anointed, like you know when we're doing worship up here, or we're just serving the church or doing things, one thing that's for me is so important is that we would just have like this yoke of the anointing of God. That means, you know, there's joy, there's love, it's relaxed. It's not like we're under some kind of pressure, like we got to make this thing happen. Do you know what I'm saying? You ever been in that kind of an environment where, it could be a Christian environment, where there's a lot of pressure, like we got to make this happen, right? And it's digging into your skin, and it's getting uncomfortable, and you're bleeding. That's not God's will. God's will is, is that we live in an anointing, that we live in the, the power of the anointing, we live in the authority of the anointing, and we live in the love of the anointing, that we're free from sin. We carry this heavy yoke. Sometimes people look at us and they say, like, how can you do this? Like, how can you be, you know, how can you do this? And we say, we can't. <laughs> I can't. Jesus, I'm yoked, up, I'm yoked up with Christ, and he's pulling the whole burden. I'm just, I'm just going along. And that's what the beautiful thing is about the anointing. God has to break us, though. And for that breaking to happen, and this is the adversity part, things are never going to change. It's always going to be hard. And we're never going to get to a point where we're like, man, yeah, I'm glad I got to this plateau in my life where it's not so hard There's always another cross, and that cross leads us to an anointing, and that leads us to power, and it leads us to freedom from the burdens and the bondages of the flesh. Don't let anybody ever put any kind of bondage on you, any program, any kind of religiosity, because that's what Christ already fulfills. We walk in the freedom and the liberty of who we are in Christ, because there's an anointing. And you you know, when you're around with somebody that's walking in their anointing, there's joy, there's lightness of heart, but it's very sober, and it's very sacred. It's very beautiful, but at the same time, it's it's not it's not digging into the skin and causing blood and annoyance. So, just a few words about the anointing, and thank you, guys.